0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, some reflections. Our practice is about cumulative moments over time. Moment after moment after moment, more like a journey. Than a sprint and in the next few minutes I'm going to touch on ways to relate to wholesome and unwholesome beneficial and unbeneficial states over the journey of our practice whether it be a single meditation or the arc of many years In terms of wholesome states, one way to invite them in is to creatively shift unwholesome states, to channel unhelpful impulses towards a skillful alternative. Our practice can get more and more refined. What we notice can get more and more refined. The Buddha talks about this like setting down hemp, setting aside like coarse hemp fibers and trading up into flax and then into silk and then eventually to gold. And the practice can be like that. There can be coarse or useful but not so interesting things that arise, and then over time what we notice about them the noticing itself can refine tenissera Bhikkhu calls this trading candy for gold trading reliance on sensual pleasures on outward needing of validation or needing of anything to this more and more refined and um, attuned way of being with experience. Sometimes wholesome parts of mind, skillful parts of mind, are sort of tucked underneath, hidden, underneath difficult ones. It can be helpful, for example, example, to gently investigate, notice, any stories or concepts of greed or aversion, and noticing what is there underneath them. Because while greed or aversion, their, their mission in the moment, might fool us into thinking that they're trying to please us, or maybe this part of our mind has been developed for good reason to protect us, However, underneath, nearly always, there's a wish to be happy, a wish for peace, freedom. It's helpful to notice that wish underneath or within, even no matter how slight it is, no matter how how misguided it might be in the moment. that wish for happiness or peace or freedom can be a doorway to cultivate or allow more skillful, more wise ways of being to come in. Aversion, for example, as I mentioned, it's often trying to protect something or get away from something. To notice the corresponding Wish to be happy. Wish to be free. And to notice that that wish weaves among us all, all people, in one way or another, no matter how squelched. And tapping into that, as well as any wisdom that might be within a reactive state, can be a way of moving the heart and mind, inviting the heart and mind, inclining it towards a more wholesome, more skillful place. And of course, if there actually is a lack of safety, taking action, taking action, moving to a safe place. But that action can come from discernment in addition to or instead of aversion. Another way of kind of tapping into wisdom among unskillful states is, for example, to look at greed, wanting something, someone, some state, and noticing what the greed is for. And then maybe underneath or within it somewhere, there's a really skillful wish wish for respect, or metta, love, joy. That may well be present too, but be drowned out by the greed in the moment. So tapping into that. Another way of relating to these unwholesome or unhelpful parts of the mind, experiences in the mind, is to give them space, give them room. Don't get involved and entangled. Just allow. Notice the knowing more than getting involved in the details of the emotional experience. It can be helpful to meet difficulty with clear-eyed kindness, or at least not hating it. Right? The clear-eyed non-hostility towards whatever is arising. So what I'm getting at here is often these more skillful qualities, perspectives, can be found by taking a step back and noticing the quality of the observing mind. There can be many, many wholesome qualities in the observing mind if you take a step back. Compassion, lucid awareness, mindfulness, calm, tranquility, compassion, equanimity, or even a simple okayness. All of those can be present. And if I am in the midst of something hard and shift... Attention to the observing mind, the okayness, or the patience, or the sheer clarity, that, that can become the new primary way of relating to the experience. Awareness of what is happening in the mind is so helpful in terms of the attitude, the flavor. It means that there's choice in how to attend to what's arising. So learning, knowing conditions helpful for cultivating what's beneficial in the mind is a discernment process, right? And it benefits from certain attitudes, acceptance rather than contention. And by acceptance, I don't mean buying into Saying it's great, it's just acknowledging that it's here. This is what's here, right? On the absence of contention, relaxation, patience rather than being in a hurry. Allowing and receptivity rather than forcing or leaning in or demanding. Allowing for not knowing rather than being too sure. Over time, the more beautiful impulses or qualities or capacities of the heart and mind develop through sustained attention. And as many of you know, it's also possible to intentionally cultivate skillful states. Mindfulness, of course. Also loving-kindness, compassion, empathetic joy, equanimity. that works more directly with the power of intention. I'll talk more directly a little bit about wholesome states that just arise on their own. What happens when we notice them? It's really helpful to appreciate and notice what's going well, not leaning into it and not leaning away from what's going wrong, but allowing it to pour through This is especially important if the practice has gained some momentum, some kind of insight, to allow it to pour through. And notice and appreciate any beneficial conditions in the mind that are supporting it. Attending to those conditions supports the unfolding. Attending to mindfulness, non-clinging, It's important to say that recognizing the importance and value of these wholesome states is in itself valuable. The Buddha taught these are forms of goodness that are not to be feared, that are not to be shut out, but to be appreciated, and not to be clung to. Many of us are taught through cultural forces, or through our families, or upbringing, that it's somehow, there's something wrong with experience, pleasure, or of goodness, or of joy. Not only is there not something wrong with it, if that's the case for you, please consider this encouragement to sink into those. They are skillful to be cultivated by the wise, the Buddha said, and they're onward leading towards freedom. And to remember, to notice any of these ways of being, ways of mind in daily life as well as in formal meditation, to invite rather than demand, because they can be shy in either situation, but notice and appreciate them, glimmers of clarity, equanimity, kindness, Calm, mindfulness, spaciousness, love, compassion, joy. And allow them to be there. Through not clinging and through appreciation, they will naturally grow. Trust your practice. So thank you for your kind attention.